Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Pipeline Superheroes podcast. Today's Pipeline Superhero comes from Copenhagen, Denmark, and is the CEO and founder of Frontliners. Uh, Danny, nice to meet you. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Nice to meet you, too. I'm great. I'm great. I hear a siren in the background. Uh, hopefully that doesn't pick up, but that's New York City for you. Um, so you say that you're on a mission to end bad service experiences. Let's start there. Why is that your mission? Why is that your um, your goal? Well, I guess um, if I stand in front of a, a, a stadium of people and ask everybody if uh, they ever uh, went into a store or restaurant or cafe with the full intention of buying something, and left without doing so due to bad service or no service at all, I guess everybody would actually raise their hands. And um, that, that, that's some kind of a problem right there. So, uh, so I thought that, um, that I wanted to build something that can help uh, people in, uh, in these industries um, yeah, deliver great service experiences and, and, and hopefully leave uh, every customer with a, a smile on the face when they, when they leave the, the location. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. And um, what kind of service experiences or industries are we talking about here? So it's mainly a service industry. So it's restaurants, cafes, uh, stores, uh, nightclubs. So uh, everywhere where you expect to get, uh, to get you know, a, a consumer service of, of some sorts. Mm-hmm. Yep. That reminds me that there is a, um, a you know, an, a stereotype of Americans when they go to European restaurants and they think, oh, wow, like, uh, you know, they'll, they'll never bring the check. Like, that's like an American versus European thing. Americans are always like more go, 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 not making a moral judgment either way. Well, in Europe, you got to ask for the check. But then I think the ironic part is that in Europe, they have those payment processors that are handheld. So they do actually get you out of there faster. It's very, I don't know, cultural contradictions. But anyway, um, so what inspired you to, to start this journey? Like, when did you realize that like this was, you know, what you really wanted to dedicate your passions towards? Well, actually, I had uh, a few uh, event agencies, um, and uh, those uh, companies were hired by uh, some of the the largest companies in the world, like Apple and Mondelez, Nestle, and companies like that, to um, to go into supermarkets and um, and retail stores and uh, promote their products and uh, deliver great service experiences to to their customers, so that the brands could you know meet the end consumers directly and deliver great service experiences, and. Um, after a while, I thought, okay, but what about all the staff actually working in these stores full time or part time? And what about the, you know, the remaining industries? And uh, while I was working with the event industry, I figured out um, a way to hire the best possible people, train and motivate them perfectly timed for each shift, and then measure them and do it all again. And I uh, I wanted to build one platform which could support this whole employee value chain um, and and create value for for everyone who who has staff that meets customers basically in these Mm -hmm. industries. Mm -hmm. No, that's really inspirational. I think what's interesting to me is like, what is like, what was like your big sort of realization? Like what are folks that manage like these kind of frontline staff as you define it doing that isn't actually conducive for success for the individual or the business? 
Well, the thing is that it's it's um, it's extremely employee heavy. Um, so there's so many people working in these industries, and uh, many of the people working in the industries uh, are not full time employees. A lot of them are part time hourly waged employees. Uh, some of them uh, have uh, more than one job. Some of them uh, is studying next to the the work they have. So um, so you don't have the same level of um, of uh, investment and and uh, management um, in these people as you would have if it was uh, full-time office workers but you actually place them right in front of your customers so it's like okay it's like crazy you have all these people you place them right in front of your customers you know they are your business face you know for your customers and you don't invest anything. You don't do a proper interview. You don't have profile testing. You don't have um, uh, management at all. The only management you have is you need to be there at this place at this time. And then you need to know, need to do this. Have you done this before? Yes, I've done this before. Okay, go ahead, do it. So it's like, it's, it's just so, um, it's it's so difficult to um, to to spare manager time and money uh, investing in this kind of staff. So so we need to make it extremely easy and cheap to um, to to do so. And that's why we we thought that a, a SaaS platform would be the right tool to help uh, managers uh, do all of these things, but in a way that could keep the cost down and the manager time down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And would you say that your platform also helps build culture as defined by a top-down management where, like, I think that's really interesting. Okay, there's a lot of people, like, relative to the amount of people that, or the amount of hours that you have, because more people are part-time, you actually have way more than you'd expect from, you know, a role where there's more full-time employees. So how do you think about, like, team culture and making sure that everyone is rowing in the same direction through the context of your platform? Okay, we are doing a lot of stuff and we have a lot of plans. So um, first of all, we're actually, we, we have this uh, very exciting cooperation with the Institute for Behavioral Economics. So it's one, it, it's some of the, the brightest minds within uh, behavioral um, uh, strategies, behavioral um, economies. So, so we are, um, uh, so, so, um, so they are actually helping us um, First of all, figuring out what the right kind of people are. So, what what kind of people uh, are product are the most productive people? So, there's a lot of um, science on this part. So, we develop, you know, a, a, a personality test which is looking into if if those people that are um, applying for a job at at, at our customers' locations, if they have those. Um, personal traits that um, that shows that this this will definitely be a productive person and there's also a lot about productivities and teams and stuff so we also look at who's actually working because we, we have a scheduling tool then we know who is working at the same time and we know who is working well together and not well together and we know which personality profiles they have so if somebody um, is is uh, you know stopping or don't don't have the opportunity to work that day in that team? We know exactly which kind of profile we should fit into the team to make them work great together and and be very productive and service minded. So it's it's it it starts with that, and then we have uh, on top of that we have um, inspirational videos, texts, quizzes, um, uh, bulletin boards, task management, a lot of other stuff uh, which we work together with. Um, 
with uh, these guys at the um, Institute for Behavioral Economics to figure out how do we present these things in the best possible way to uh, make people motivated, run in the right direction, and in the end deliver uh, amazing service experiences every time they they uh, approach a customer. I really like that answer. I like that science seeing the crap out of it, honestly. That's really interesting. Um, I'm Absolutely. curious how you think about like the behavioral economics, like what like the takeaways are. Is it saying like, oh, for this type of role, you should look for people that have scored this way on the personality test? Or is it more about, okay, this is this person's personality that's in this role. This ha is how to properly motivate them or potentially a mix of both. Both. So it is yeah. absolutely a mix of of both. So so we use it to to hire the right people. So we we, um, we know who uh, who's performing well because we also have uh, some AI uh, recognizing uh, who uh, contributes most to um, to uh, great service experiences and uh, sales, and um, and and when we know which kind of profiles uh, who has the best contribution, then we of course start to to uh, help them. Um, uh, choose the right profiles when hiring and then we uh, help them set the right teams for each shift each day and um, and then we uh, we uh, we also uh, present the the relevant people with the relevant training materials the relevant motivational talks um, dependent on the the their personality and 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 role and 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 what they need to do mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense um cool awesome and we'd also love to hear how Frontliners has been growing. What do you think has been effective? Because, you know, uh, a lot of folks that listen to this podcast are building out their own SaaS platforms, and there's a lot of ways to skin a cat in terms of growth. Um, you've been an entrepreneur and a founder and a CEO multiple times. So just curious what approach is here and what like unique things you've been able to do that the audience can learn from. Well, yes, I, I'm not sure. You know, we found the the holy grail yet. Um, it's uh, it's it's tough, and and um, some businesses um, are better. Uh, you know, are, are growing better with using um, an outbound sales strategy, and some are better uh, off using a, an inbound strategy. But we are um, we 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 want to uh, be product led. So we um, so we spend a lot of uh, effort on our inbound strategy and and um, so that's that's mainly Google and Facebook and Snapchat and uh, Instagram and and so forth, um, bringing uh, customers to our website and then uh, uh, making sure that everything is automated. So instead of uh, to begin with, you know, we 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 could lead customers into a book a demo uh, page, but um, but you know that's that's far too demanding to to make the book a demo. So instead, we recorded uh, videos of platform and then we sh we we lead them to that page. And if they don't find that the video show them everything, then they can book a demo. And the number of demos have 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 gone very much down, um, but. A lot of people are watching the videos and registering a, a free trial, and um, and of course, uh, as as soon as they they get into to the to the platform, they have this full onboarding uh, online onboarding tool that um, helps them get started, showing them the wow effect as the first thing ever, so that um, that they get the wow as soon as possible and hopefully um, choose to to stay on on the platform. So that's our our main. Um, main strategy 
Um, we do also uh, we we also have some success in um, in outbound, and one of the reasons why we we have this success is uh, mainly because we managed to find the right um, leads, um, and actually I also believe that um, we. Um, uh, you know, uh, a perfect lead list can be used for two things. First of all, of course, uh, outbound. But second of all, um, if every search machine, uh, every um, uh, show me tool, uh, they have these um, uh, uh, possibilities of uploading um, leads, um, so that you, so that they get to to know your um, ideal customer profile. And um, and that means that that all the leads that you get in through inbound, they get much much better and much more high quality because you have a, a good clean lead list that you have shared with with Facebook or whoever. Mm-hmm. And um, so so that's it. But we also we we um, we we found uh, we, we look very much into to corporations and uh, or to um, to to people to work with, and uh, we found um, uh, a, a big uh, vendor of. Um, of uh, fresh produce to cafes and restaurants and bars, and uh, they had uh, some kind of a customer club, and uh, they wanted to to um, uh, to offer their their customers, um, which are all ICPs in in our uh, in our book, so they are all ideal for us. But they want to to offer them also a, 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 a workforce management platform. Um, with with a discount, so we offered that, and in in trade trade for that, we get lead lists. So every time they get a new member, a new customer, we get you know uh, the right name, the right company, the right email address, the right phone number, and we can uh, use them for uh, to upload to the social media, and we can also use them for uh, for outbound uh, calls. Mm-hmm. Makes a lot of sense. I think um, I totally agree that like uh, the best marketing um, or a, when marketing is done really well, a fast of it looks like outbound sales development and vice versa, which is when you're doing outbound sales development, you're following up with marketing, you're being a force multiplier there, you're building out better lead lists and really defining the ICP so that marketing can do better. That's definitely like the holistic approach that we take with with the, my agency, Bloom Growth Studio. Um, so really interested to hear it, you know, you put it that way. Um, uh, what would you say is like a really good piece of advice for folks that are in like your general industry working with frontline staff workers or, you know, any anywhere in the service industry or the hospitality industry um, like that you've learned over the years? Well, I think um, uh, I think it's a uh, my main um, advice would be that uh, you should focus more on performance. Because uh, when I look at, uh, at what I see in, in these industries, it's very much about um, administration. So it's very much about keeping the administrative costs down, labor costs down, uh, having every all the admin tasks run smoothly. And of course, that's very important. But don't forget, it's all about creating great customer service experiences and uh, and and sell more. And um, and uh, I think that. Um, a lot of uh, companies they they actually forget that because there's so much focus on just um, uh, making uh, life easier in 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 an administrative way. So so stop this crazy focus on only saving money and uh, saving time and and really uh, think more about what are the, the experiences that you deliver to your customers and how do you bring the sales up 
give uh, while giving them a better experience. Mm -hmm. Thank you. That was that was really well said. And also, uh, one more question is like, what is one metric or KPI that you find unique to your business that is like, related to that? So, like, if you're in this space, you know, everyone's concerned about CAC and revenue and MRR and churn and payback periods. But what's like one specific metric that is you know disproportionately important for frontliners? Well, um, I think that uh, at at our point, it is it it is mainly growth rate. So so a lot of the other things are, are very important uh, and 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 something that we of course have to to look into. But but I think right now it's it's mainly about the the, the growth, and then uh, it's also about the uh, the customer satisfaction. Um, so when when we are when you are a young company, you want to have this uh, very transparent. Um, uh, talks to your customers you need to to learn everything from them because they are actually defining your uh, your future product um so um so so there is um uh, so so i i actually um listened to a podcast at one point myself um which was about engagement score and uh if uh, if i should uh, so so that's one of the the metrics we have extremely fond of in uh, in the beginning and it's also actually very uh, crucial uh, later on in uh, when you grow so if i should look into a, a score uh, as early as possible as a SaaS uh, startup i would look into the engagement score and figure out how you recognize if people actually like your product and use your product mm -hmm. well, and so how fast yeah. they and how fast they engage in your product mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because yeah, speed is also crucial you know, I think that gets lost between product analytics teams, which are not always super developed at startups versus like sales folks or marketing folks that are really tracking that within the demo. So I think that there is like sort of a handoff there that's very important. Um, but Danny, this was great. Thank you very much. Is there anything else you'd like to promote or anybody you're specifically looking for at Frontliners? It could be uh, employees that you want to hire, potential customers or partners. Well, whoever is in the in the service, uh, restaurant, uh, hospitality industry, we are always looking for for great partners and um, customers. And um, it doesn't matter if it's a partner delivering a POS uh, platforms that can integrate to a payroll system we can integrate to, or if it's restaurants who who need to deliver better service experience to to their customers. Sounds good. Well, thank you, Danny. I appreciate the time today, and we'll be in touch soon. Thank you very much.